Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, hey, we're back, we're black, we're brown, I'm Tiffany. Hey guys, it's Mandy. (laughs) I swear, like, it's like, um, I don't know if you've ever seen my IG stories, like whenever I travel with Drina, you and Drina are like the straight, the straight guy. And what is the other person's like title? Goofball. (laughs) Something. Because I'm always like, hey, Drina. And Drina looks at the camera like, sup? (laughs) It's just hard to match that energy, Tiff. I just want to let you shine, you know? <laughs> uh, I guess I always have Drina's and Mandy's around me. I'm always like, what? It's a good balance. <laughs> Yin and yang. Yin and yang. <laughs> Remember our disc profiles. You are exactly the opposite of my disc profile. Right. What, what did you end up being again? I'm a high. And you guys, you need to go back and listen to, I don't even know what episode it was. We talk all about the disc personality assessment. I'm a high D and a high C and you're a high IS. Yes. I am. So the only D- we make the perfect disc. We're perfect. <laughs> My husband's an IS. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, is he? I wonder what I wonder what um Superman is. You gotta you can you gotta give him the disc assessment. Yeah, I do to see if we make a perfect disc. So how was your gobble day? I spent the entire I've never shopped this much. Usually I just kind of ignore Black Friday, Cyber Monday, but we just happened to it happened to be the week when we needed to order all of the stuff for our house, like all the furniture and, you know, bed and all that kind of stuff. So we literally just I've never I mean, I have like a stomach ache like you have from eating too much sugar from just like spending, you know, mm. just like spending and shopping and promo codes and I will say it worked out really perfect though cuz we did basically get a lot of money off all of those purchases, which worked out perfectly. Um, and that just means that we're almost at the finish line. Oh, I'm so jelly. Yeah, I can sing too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like we are at the, um, cause we had to halt some things cause we were waiting something for them from the city, but ew, still, what'd you say? I said, ew, halting. Terrible. Word. I know. I, I know. But luckily like, Tomorrow, well, Wednesday, whenever you guys listen to this, is the day that we pick up speed and we go back to full time every day until it's done. So I'm excited about that. Now we're talking about fixtures. Did I did I tell you Superman's idea of what kind of fixture he wanted? Wait, fixture for what? Fixtures like, for like the house, like like you know, like um um I'm talking about um like plumbing fixtures. Oh, okay, gotcha. Faucets and stuff. Yeah, tell me. Uh, oh my gosh. So he, I guess I don't know if most guys are super modern. You know, like shiny super like, you know, um, like the kind of things you see in like a brand new restaurant where it's like a plate pouring out the water for you. And you're like, why? 
And so our house, you know, our house was built in the 1920. And not to say that that stuff is terrible, but the house, it doesn't match the house. You know, like there's a lot of um, um, features in the house that are still original. Mm-hmm. So I was showing him some features. He's like, that's old timey. He was like, I want this because we're getting a double sink in our master bath. I want this feature. And I was like, uh, Superman, that's like way too modern. And he was like, yeah, that's why I like it. And he's like, how about this? This will be cool. How about you pick your feature, your, your fixture? I pick yeah. mine. Good yeah. luck. Good luck. That's the that's how it's going to be with you guys <laughs> for the next several months until the very end. You you haven't lived until you've had a shouting match about curtains, okay? You ha- Or oh curtain rods. Just you wait. Just you wait. Mandy, <laughs> yo, how are we going to have two different fixtures on the same Double sink? I looked at him like, I thought he was joking. He was dead serious. He was like, I don't, you pick yours, I pick mine. I said, honestly, I'm, I'm walking away. Are you crazy? He was, I said, no one does that. He said, because it hasn't been done. Watch that be like new. Like people will come in our house and say, oh my goodness, that's cool. I'm like, sir, no, they won't. Yeah. And so. then you just take a piece of tape and you just draw it down the entire line of the room. And then he's got his side of the house. And then no, that's not how it works. <laughs> so I, I just said, I, so luckily we came up with a semi-solution. In that he said from the beginning, so I was waiting to pull this card because I knew I was going to need it later, but I pulled it now because I, I like I had to. He had said in the beginning, as long as I can do whatever I want in the man cave, like whatever I want. He's got two rooms in the basement. He can do whatever he wants that I have the rest of the house. So I had to pull that out and say, sir, let me pull out our original agreement. He said, this is true. <laughs> this is true. I did say that. And he was like, but you asked me. I said, you're right. My mistake was asking you yep. additional opinions. So I said, that won't happen again. Um, and I will not make any decisions in the man cave. I mean, you can make it purple for all I care, but leave the rest of the house to me. He said, okay. So we'll see how long that lasts because Superman has opinions about design. Who knew he cared about design? They will surprise you. They will. Um I'm really glad that we were working with a third-party designer because it was almost like the same way I use my financial planner as like a tiebreaker or just, you know, someone to tell them that I'm right. It's worked out pretty much the same way. Like, oh, you don't like that? Let's see what Julia says. Okay. <laughs> or if they if they ask you what you like, it, you know, if you like this thing and then it's like, oh, yeah, I do. Let's see what Julia says. And knowing that they won't like it. <laughs> like, oh, Julia says it doesn't make sense here. It's yeah. Not it's a... Uh, <sighs> But uh, yeah, home, home, home stretch. I saw the. Dude, where'd you, where'd you guys eat? Oh, what did we eat? Oh yeah, food happened. You know, my mother in law, she made a giant pork carcass, some kind of pernil, um, with some vegetables. And then we went to his cousin's house, and they listened to the podcast, so I'm just putting them on blast again. But they are like anti Thanksgiving food, so we went over there and we had meatball sandwiches and French onion soup with pecan mm-hmm. pie. It was like. It was uh, and paella. I was like, "What?" This is like a very European uh, Thanksgiving menu, but I was I was into it. No, it sounds delicious. We had um, uh, we went to my parents' house, and that was fun. And then we went to his sister's house. She usually posts Thanksgiving, so that was fun. It was delicious all around. I mean, there was so much food; it didn't make sense. I probably gained like five pounds in How, those two. How'd your turkey turn out? Well. I merely bought it and then right. passed it. <laughs> so it turned out delicious. That's what I mean. I didn't make it. <laughs> yes. Uh, it was so crazy because it was two days before and I was like, my mom texted me like, hey, everyone's bringing you something for Thanksgiving. Can you bring the turkey and the fixings? I'm like, mommy, that's called Thanksgiving. The turkey and the fixings? So what, is my, what are my sisters bringing? An appetite? So thankfully, my friend Vonda, hey, Vonda, she's got an awesome... Um, 
restaurant, soul food restaurant called Vonda's Kitchen. Um, and so I hit her up and I was like, so what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Can you make my turkey and some fixings? <laughs> so she said, yeah. She's like, oh, but we're out of turkeys because she, you know, she made them Vonda caters as well as has a restaurant. Um, and so she was like, but we ran out of turkeys. I said, oh, no, no, no problem. I have a turkey that I do have. I just don't have the wherewithal to do anything else. And so Vonda made turkey delicious. Oh my goodness. She stuffed it with like pears and all these other things that gave it such an amazing flavor. She made baked macaroni and cheese, which was, whew. And I'm not supposed to have cheese or anything that yeah, butter. Where did, where did vegan Tiff go? Yeah, she was gone for Thanksgiving. I was like, girl, <laughs> you tried it. <laughs> so I had baked, baked macaroni and cheese. She made um, candied yams, delicious, collard greens, cornbread, and then the turkey. So, And then my sisters brought like lasagna and rice and salmon. Honestly, we had so much food and it wasn't even that many people. Um, but it was awesome. And then his sister's house was 10 times more food. Um, so we had a really good fat eating time. That's exactly <laughs> as it should be. Mm-hmm. What about you? What's new with you? Okay. So this this time last year, I was just about to go down for that leadership institute that I did last year for like young um, leaders in media. And it was such a f- amazing week for me. And I said I would try and do one of those every year. Um, but those programs you can't really plan for because they, you have to like get a, you have to apply and there's a lot of competition. You have to get accepted. But I just submitted an application for I won't quite. It's not going to be in 2018, so I won't. I'll miss it. But it's going to be early 2019. A program that's focused on women uh, leaders in journalism, and it's called like an accelerator program. And same same thing. It'll be like a week long experience. That I've heard really cool things about it, and I want to keep doing. We had talked a couple of podcast episodes ago about professional conferences and how you work them into your schedule. So my personal goal was to try and do one per year. And I hope I hope I get in because uh, it sounds Ooh. really awesome. This will be the first one I've done with just women leaders. The last one was co-ed. So I think it'll – I don't know. I had such a good experience. I think the, the biggest benefit well, – one of the big benefits was just like the network you get afterward, like the peer network that you get where you can mm-hmm. – you don't realize the value of having people who aren't working with you or for you to talk to about what you're doing, yeah, you know, like professionally. So I'm excited. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I feel like you got it already. I'm claiming it for you. Thanks. The universe <laughs> deliver unto me. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Um, no, you're right. It is, it's nice to have different perspectives on women who are similar but not the same. 100%. You know, like, you know, so that's always dope. Yes, yeah. You know who wants to be a businesswoman now? Let me guess, Supergirl. Why does she send me a business plan via email? How she is your stepdaughter? Is she not? <laughs> like I don't know what you expected. She's trying to Yo, keep it up. It was so hilarious. I'm like, there's some days Supergirl doesn't even speak to me. Another day she's like, hey girl, hey. And so I'm like, oh, so you're are you downstairs? Because so I read the email. If I tell you the top of it says, this email in in all caps in in um in bolded. In large font. This is the top and the rest is regular. This email is for Tiffany. If you are not Tiffany, please do not delete. This is Supergirl. She knows who I am. Please forward it to her. I was rolling. Well, she's not <laughs> off because you'd be having other people check your emails. No, it's true. <laughs> when I tell you. And then she had the nerve to say, hi, my business plan is I would like to sell. She listed all these kind of like tchotchkes, like lip gloss and lip balm, totally different things. Um, Ceramics. So secretly Supergirl is still kind of like into dolls like sometimes. So she's like, I'm 12. She doesn't like people to know. But I'm like, girl, that's fine. I was into dolls until I was like 14. So she wanted to do 
grocery delivery service for dolls. Wait. I'm like, <laughs> so she had a list of all of these things. And then at the end, I was wondering why she was sharing with it with me. Because at then at the end, she was like, I would like for you to share my business with your dream catchers so they can buy things. And I was like, so let's have a talk later. Oh, you know, about so she wants to set up her lemonade cart outside of your business. I <laughs> <Yes>. see. <laughs> when I say I was rolling, I thought it was the cutest thing. Aww. And I was like, so we had a really great talk about you know, your market. And I explained, she's like, well, what is that? And I explained to her, like, you know, that's what, that's like your perfect customer and who would actually buy your things. And she's like, like people your same age. I said, I was like, you know, it depends. And we talked about gross profit versus net profit and about picking one thing to deliver on before choosing too many things. And so she decided that she's going to make her own lip glosses because she saw this video on YouTube and she's going to um, share them with her friends and then see if she can like sell them. So I thought that was a really, she said, girls her age. And I, at her age, I was, I'm into lip gloss now. Who am I fooling? But at her age, I was extra into lip gloss. Oh, so. man. Yeah. What were those little colored lip glosses called where you had to have like every single color? Lip smackers. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. And honestly, I, I love them. And so I told her I think that would be a really cute um, idea. And so that's what she's going to um she's going to do. So today at school, so last night we had like a little meeting and I told her, um, you have to do market research. And I explained that just meant figuring out what does your audience want. And we wrote down four questions that she can ask her friends. And I could tell she was like feeling like, oh, I don't want to like ask them. I said, well, you can ask casually. You don't have to say, I've got four questions for you. You could just say like, you know, hey, you know, Abina, that's one of her friends. Hey, hey, Abina, do you, do you wear, do you wear lip gloss? Let me see it. Well, why did you choose this one? Well, you could have had this one. And so I told her, I showed her some ways she can get the answer she needed without having to like, you know, like interview her friends. Like, and so I don't know, it's cute. And I feel like this is great because sometimes, I mean, I don't know if it's just me, but I tell you, girls are hard because, you know, I never know if she loves me, she hates me, or someplace in between. So this is something, <laughs> <laughs> something. When she was little, it was so easy. She was like my little BFF. We went everywhere together. But this is just be something nice that we can like do together. Um, and so, yeah, I'm excited, you know. I told her I'd invest in her her company, but she'd have to pay me back with interest. Oh, you got to save that little business plan. I do. No, it was an email. So, you know, like it's official. I could not believe she said to me. I was like, what is, so cute. What is this? <laughs> it is, right? She said, I was like, well, oh, this is cute. And she's like, oh, yeah. <clears throat> Send it to your dream catcher so I can make money. No. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to take a, she's trying to skip a few steps. That's really cute yes. though. Kidpreneurs. Everyone loves a kid entrepreneur. Yeah, they do. <laughs> hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Are you ready to boost or break? I am. Booster breaker, booster break. I am. Which one are you going to do then? <laughs> oh, I thought you got to go first. Um, I think I am going to boost. Um, well, not even I think. So 
Have you ever heard of super scent? Super scent? Like a smell? No, like scent, like cent, five cent, ten cent, dollar. Got um, it. Got it. <laughs> I, meanwhile, I was like, and if you are West Indian or African or just anyone who's heard that song, you know you were doing the wine because I was when I was saying it. Like, you know, the little body wine. Anyway, so there's this woman named Supa, S-U-P-A, scent, C-U-C-E-N-T. Well, that's not her real name. Um, uh, but so she's got this really cute, amazing line of makeup um, called the crayon case. Honestly, Mandy, first of all, the makeup is so cute. The idea look, it's brilliant. So the crayon case is all of the makeup, like eyeshadows and lip glosses, lipsticks, but Mandy, it's done in a way that's supposed to look like school supplies. And so like, she's got like, um, like a palette for like, say, um, eyeshadow and it looks like a paint set. And so the, the, um, the brushes that you use for blush, it looks like a number two pencil. Honestly, the packaging is gorgeous and amazing and fun. Um, but what I love about her is that she has been like just a small entrepreneur trying so hard for years. I mean, from what I understand, she started like, you know, like selling things on the side since 2015, if not earlier than that. Before that, she was a waitress. She's from New Orleans. Um, so she struck gold with the crayon case. This is not her first business or her first venture, but she struck gold with crayon case. And yesterday, well, I don't know if yesterday, but um, for Black Friday, it was either Monday or Tuesday, she had a sale, 60% off everything on the site. Guess how much she made? How much? In 90 minutes, she made over $1 million. In 90 sales. minutes? Yes. Damn. She sold. She would have made more, but she sold out. Broke the site, sold out. I mean, it, it, I mean, she showed like she showed because I use um I could tell by she uses Shopify like I use Shopify. I mean, but clearly I'm not making that kind of money. Um, but she she showed like her Shopify like proof. It was on the news. But I I and, like you know I follow her on social. She was crying. Her family came in with balloons and and cake and it just is. It's just a testament. This is like, like I said, this is not her first, second, or even third business. I mean, this woman has sold everything from bundles to to Christmas sweaters. Um, and she's just tried and just not given up. And she built a following on social media via her personality. And this was just an amazing product. And people have taken to it. I mean, they I've heard like really great things about the product. I mean, it looks beautiful. Um, and just to see someone, a, a million dollars. I mean, I don't know what, like, I don't know, honestly, what beauty brands normally do. Cause I, you know, it's not like Sephora is posting their numbers, but I mean, that's tremendous. And I mean, I definitely have seen some distractors and haters that are like, she didn't sell that, but then she showed her numbers. And really what it was, it was like, she had um, 35,000 people ordered. And so if you think about 35,000, if the, if 35,000 people um, bought, like, just say $10, not even $10, what is it? Um, 35,000, they bought a hundred dollars worth and not even a hundred, they didn't have to spend that much. What, $50 worth of stuff? Not even 50. If they bought like, $30 worth of stuff, $35,000 at $30 worth of stuff. And $30 is not much. That's like three of her items. That's that's over a million dollars right there. So it, it was just, and she has 1.2 or 3 million followers. So she's got like these really great numbers, but you can have numbers and not convert. But so if anybody needs like a, if you're an entrepreneur and you kind of need like a social pick me up, um, go to Supersense um, Instagram. And then I just been watching interviews um, um, about her all over and just kind of like learning her story of how she started off as a, as a single mother and, um, and a waitress not too long ago and just wanting more. So she tried so many different things until she found the thing. 
So it was just, and she's so regular degular, you know, I just love that. And so, yeah, it's really, really inspiring. Cool. Where's she based or where's, how did you come to find out about the company? Um, I, you know, what I found out, I'd heard about Superset before because she's also like really funny. She's like, uh, like on, on IG. So sometimes I'd see like people would repost clips of her. She's very NOLA. Like she's got a really heavy NOLA accent. And she, she has this thing called Ask Super where you can ask her any question. She answers it. Um, and so she's funny in general. So I've seen like kind of clips of her. And then I heard of Crayon Case. And when I really got acquainted was when I went to Essence Fest last year and they Crayon Case had a, um, had a booth. Mandy, when I tell you the line for that booth, I mean, it, you would think that Beyonce was like selling like, uh, you know, cookies or something. Because I remember thinking like, what is this? The lot, like there were all of these booths, you know, Essence has hundreds, if not thousands of booths in there, in their big, um, big, like kind of like, like, I guess it's a conference room or whatever expo center. Um, but it was the only booth that had a line that almost ra- it, it just kept going and going and going. And I remember being like, Oh, is that crayon case? And because they had a really nice setup. And I was like, Oh, I heard, I heard vaguely about that makeup and I remember thinking the packaging was cute. So like if that line is any indication, I'm not surprised, honestly. Um, yeah, she's done, done an amazing job of marketing. And um, and you should see like she had video where she's taking you through her warehouse. She's hired mostly family and friends. Um, and um, people were like, well, that's gross. Not net. We know. Sometimes I'm just like, don't you sometimes just want to tell people like that's fine. I mean, we get Let it. people have a win. I know. Let people just celebrate, you know? Yes, because I mean, I, I mean, I don't know about you, but a million dollars gross in 90 minutes and, and they ran out. That's why it would have been more. She didn't anticipate selling as much. So she didn't have like all, you know, she in her warehouse, she didn't have enough to accommodate like everyone. Um, but it, maybe it would have been three or four million. But yes, we know it's gross. We know there's shipping. We know there's product. We know there's, there's staff. We know all of that. But I honestly don't know too many businesses from brown women who used to be waitresses just a few years ago um in louisiana single moms who who sell a million dollars worth of product in 90 minutes i mean if you if you know where they are let me know you know so yeah i just thought she was amazing so i thought she's my win for the week that's lovely well i wish i had supported some small businesses with all my furniture shopping now maybe that's why i feel bad Uh, dope. Well, I want to do a quick boost for, I know everyone's been talking about, well, two, actually one, you have to go see the movie widows. If you haven't yet, um, it's an amazing movie with like a majority minority female cast who are like badass. Um, I don't even know how to describe it's like a heist movie mixed with like a political thriller. It's got Viola Davis, Michelle Rodriguez, Cynthia Erivo. It's really, really good. You know, she's in waves, Cynthia Erivo. She's in our waves, West African Voltron. I know. Yeah, you've talked. I, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know you got connects. Um, yeah, it was really, really amazing. And it was directed by the same director from 12 Years a Slave. I think that was like his first or second movie since 12 Years a Slave. And it couldn't have been more different. Um, so if you're going out to see Creed, go see Widows 2, maybe first, because they need some support. Um, secondly, I know everyone's been talking about Michelle Obama's book, but if you haven't, like people may be talking, but like actually read the book. It's really, really good. I haven't actually read it. I've been listening to the audiobook, which I recommend because something about Michelle Obama telling you her life story was just like the therapy I didn't know that I needed. And I joked about it being therapy, but it legit, I don't know, something about her stories, everything like and I'm not really understanding we know I knew of of Michelle like tr- you know surface level from what I heard in the news and everything but like 
actually hearing how she grew up in Chicago, um, how she found her way into law school, how she realized how unhappy she was in the legal profession. It was just really refreshing to hear even that she had doubts in her 20s. So if you need like a pick me up or you need you need to like hear a story from a big sister or an auntie about how they sort of dealt with the un the insecure years of their life. I was really, I'm just like surprised how open she is in her book. Um, so really, really recommend it. I love the audiobook because it's actually her telling her story and mm. her voice is just lovely. And she even sings a little bit. It's nice. And she, yeah, for sure. she does just like a tiny bit. Um, I don't know. It's sweet. And she tells a story even of how her, her grand, her dad passed away and actually mm. was literally crying on the train, which I don't really do Aww. listening to audiobooks ever. But you can tell she put everything into this book, and it's really amazing. So go get your copy. There's a reason it sold, like, close to a million copies its first week. Uh, it's amazing. that good. It's the anti-Trump. So pick it up if you haven't yet. <laughs> no, that, uh, that just warms my heart. I'm like, yes! Out here slaying for the gods. Perfect segue for questions. <laughs> Did I get it that time? I did a good segue. Oh, yay. It is a perfect segue. I'm like, let me see if Mandy going to do this, this transition. Oh, I pulled the train around. Oh, got it. All right. We do have some great questions from our listeners today. Uh, let's start with a light one. Let's see. A, li- a little light and fun one. Hmm. Okay. So for the holidays, maybe not light and fun. Maybe it's light and fun to me. But this question, this comes from a listener who wants to remain anonymous, but uh, is wondering about using prepaid cards for her holiday shopping. Okay. She says, I have a question regarding prepaid cards. Through the year, I save money for the holidays to use for my holiday-related expenses, but I don't like to mix my holiday money in with my regular money. I'd like to know if I should use a prepaid card, and would you recommend any particular prepaid card for my holiday spending? Anonymous. Very mysterious. This is a smart idea because with prepaid cards, you basically load money. It can be a smart idea if you choose the right one, so it's good that you're asking for recommendations. Um, a prepaid debit card, if you you load money onto it and then you can use it same as cash or same as a same as a debit card basically, or even a credit card, you swipe it at the register and as long as you've got sufficient funds, um, you know, it'll it'll debit your prepaid account. And if you want to keep your it's a nice way to budget if you want to keep money separately like this listener says she wants to keep money separately. Where you can get into trouble, though, is prepaid cards, you know, unlike banks, they have, you know, not unlike banks, but just like banks, they need to make money somehow. And often how they do that is by charging fees. And some of these cards yeah. will charge you a fee if you put money onto the card, like a reload fee. They'll obviously charge you an um, ATM fee if you use ATMs that are out of their network. They may charge you to replace a card if you lose it, for example. Um, they may charge you a monthly service fee. So... You really have to be careful and choose a card that has very few fees um, if you're looking for a card. And I don't know if you have any anything else to add, but I, I did pull up like creditkarma.com has got a good roundup of its best prepaid cards for 2018. So I was just going to read off a couple of their no, recommendations. And you can also join like they have those Christmas clubs. But no, go ahead. I think this is this is better. Oh, yeah. Bank Christmas Club. Yeah. So 
Obviously, when you're looking for a prepaid card, you want to look for a card that's going to be accepted at most places where you shop. So make sure that it's, you know, issued by an issuer that's largely accepted. Um, you also want to make sure it has low fees. So look for a card that has no monthly fee, you know, doesn't charge you high fees for ATM or any fees at all is even better. So some of the best cards on Credit Karma's list are the Bluebird prepaid card by American Express. Um, there's even a card they recommend that offers rewards on your spending, the American Express Serve cashback card. I haven't used any of these cards in particular. These are Credit Karma's recommendations, and they've got a whole methodology here. I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, best card that has free le- reloads, they mentioned Chase Liquid card. There's also a PayPal prepaid MasterCard that they recommend. So Google, you know, Google is your friend when you're looking to compare prepaid card offerings out there because um, there's a there's a bunch out there, but not all of them are as good as, as some. Yeah. And then too, like I mentioned earlier, like uh, sometimes banks have Christmas clubs. It sounds very old school, but basically you set aside your money every month into like a special money market or savings account. And they call it a Christmas club because at the end um, of the, you know, you get a little bit of interest, but at the end of the, um, the year or near nearing when it's time to go holiday shopping, you know, you're able to take your money out um, and then use it to shop for the holidays, knowing that it was safely tucked away from you. So it's 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 a little harder to get your money than like a regular savings account, typically for Christmas clubs, um, because that's the point. You want it to make it kind of inconvenient. So that's an option as well, too. Exactly. Well, hopefully that helped. And if you guys have any other holiday spending tips you want to share, let us know. Um, I think it's smart to keep your, at least keep your budget separate so you're not mixing your money and not having any, making it easier to like dip into your savings um, for holiday spending. So good question. Exactly. Ah, another question. Ooh, auto refinancing. This question comes from listener Jackie. She says, Mm -hmm. I'm considering refinancing my car and would love to hear your thoughts. Here's my scenario. I've got a car at 15.18%. That's a very high APR. Jeez. Um, 15% APR. Currently working on getting my credit score in the 700 range, but currently I'm at 619. It's a work in progress. I want to make the best decision without worsening my score. Um, I've checked and I've I've seen that I can maybe get a lower interest rate that shows a 6.9% APR and a $400 uh, monthly car payment um, as an option, but I want to know if that's the best I can do right now will refinancing actually help or hurt my credit score? And she just adds that she has $24,000 left on her auto loan. $24,000 at 15%. Ooh, girl, yes. Refinance as soon as possible. As soon as possible. Um, I'm going to go at a limb and guess that when she got this loan, she did not shop around for financing before she got the loan. She probably got it straight from the dealership. Yes. Which is the worst thing you can do. I was just going to say, I saw someone post that somewhere. They're like, um, one of the dream catchers, like, hey, I'm going to go get a car. Should I um, should I get a, my own loan or should I get one from the dealership? I nearly leapt through the computer. Was like, don't go to the dealership. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> because you're going to get the worst interest. You, you know, always, 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 even if you don't have great credit, always come with your own financing. And that's just as simple as like, you know, going to your bank or better yet, going to your credit union and saying, I want to purchase a car. Because you're almost always going to get a better interest rate than what the car dealership is going to give you. They're, they're going to give you the worst interest rate possible. So if you come with your own financing and say, no, I've got my financing from my credit union, 
you're going to be better off. But yes, please refinance. And there are some credit unions now that even if you haven't been a member for a very long time, you can literally sign up that day and apply. So if your credit is decent, if you don't, if you're not a member of a credit union, and the reason why I say credit unions first is because most credit unions are nonprofits. And what that means is that their interest rate is typically lower than a regular bank because their focus is not squeezing as much profit as possible. It's just about running the business, making enough to run the business. So they offer you um, better interest rates. So trying a credit union, seeing if they will, you know, loan you the money or help you refinance your car and paying it off that way. I mean, unless your credit is like really, really, really bad, I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive you could do better than 15% someplace else. Yeah, she's got a 619. So it's not good. It's not even great. It's it's like in the fair, maybe poor category. I think 620 mm. is like the ceiling for to where you get into fair credit category, but you're close. So the worst thing you can do is miss a payment. So keep making your payments. And I think Tiff's right with poor with with credit on the borderline like that. Credit unions make a lot of sense. And um, credit, you know, refinancing, you you will have a hard inquiry on your credits to see if you get approved. But I think the benefit in the long term is, is way far outweighs the ding to your credit temporarily. Um, I just did a quick, you can look up online refinance or sorry, auto loan calculators where you can see how much interest you'll pay. And I'm, I'm assuming that you've got 48 months left on your, on your 15% auto loan at $24,000. You're going to spend over $8,000 in total interest if you keep this loan as it is. So really that $24,000 car is like $32,000. Um, so you want to get a lower rate as soon as possible. And I think Tiff, yeah, that's good advice. Yeah. Going to a credit union. Thank I'm you. For your stuff. Yeah. You want to do, you want to do one more or you think we're good? Yeah. Let's do one more question. This is anonymous. Unamas. Unamas. Why not? Three is a good number. Okay. This is another anonymous question. She says, this is another anonymous question. She says, I'm in the process of divorce, so I decided to take a little more interest in my credit in the past. In the past, I paid a lot of money to have some items deleted off my credit report. To me, it was a waste of money and nothing was done. Okay, this is Mandy. I think that she's, she's saying that she hired like a credit repair firm or, firm or something. Okay, so she's paid a lot of money to have some items deleted off her credit. So now she says, um, as of October, I sent a letter to Macy's, Sally May, and Navient to get deleted items off my credit report. Macy's was paid in full, and Sally May slash Navient failed to report the payments I made every month to the credit bureau. These items are shown as closed on my credit report. How can I have these items deleted off my credit report? Dun, dun, dun. So this is a bit confusing. It seems like she's had you it's a, you can't get items deleted off your credit report unless they're errors, right? Unless they're inaccurate. Yeah. I don't know where that came from. That I think it's like you know how like all these people are like credit experts now or not credit experts but like yeah. literally they you know people are fixing credit. Like that's like the new thing. Like that's the new Cutco knives and like MLM. Yeah. Um, you know, but like I'm like, when Dreamcatcher said that, they're like, who, girl? So I was late. How I get that off my credit? I'm like, did it, is it tr true? Yeah. Well, it's not coming off. <laughs> like, it's like saying, oh, I got a D on my, on my, on my test. How do I get that off my report card? Well, did you get a D? Yeah. Well, it, it's a D. I mean, you can, you can certainly now, it is possible to beg your teacher. And if I do this, this, and this can we turn it into a C and your teacher might have mercy on you and say, okay. But they're under no obligation to do so. Same thing with your credit. So if if you've done something, we've all made mistakes. I've been late before. 
Shoot, they took my house. I was so late. So, but did my house go into foreclosure? Yes. Is foreclosure on my credit report? Yes. Did it happen? Yes. When you dispute, you're really supposed to be disputing things that are not true. Um, not things that are true that you just don't like. And so like, yeah, like if, I mean, like I said, sometimes you can convince the, the, the creditor that you owe that if you, you know, make reparations or you make certain payments or whatever, that they can sometimes withdraw things, but they're under no obligation to do so. Honestly, it's because it's true. So I'm like, um, yeah. And it sounds like she's talking about these accounts being closed now. So why are they still on my credit? Well, I'm, I'm, what I'm assuming is that she missed payments in the past. And even though you've paid off the debts by now, those missed payments, if it's within seven years, will stay on your credit report um, until the seven-year mark, and then they'll drop off. Um, even when an account's closed, it'll stay in your credit report, I think, for the full seven years, right? Yeah. I mean, typically. But here's the thing, too, that like your things that are on your credit report, it's really the last two years that make the most impact on your actual score. So will it be on your credit report? Yes. Will it affect your score after two years? Not as much. And so, you know, I tell people like it, it typically it's only when like someone's pulling up your score and judging you accordingly, like, like, you know, your mortgage person is likely going to look, but ultimately people are looking at your score. So just, you know, moving forward, make the best decisions you can possible with your finances, especially as it relates to credit. And, you know, within a, a year or two, you should, you should be back where you were or, or, or better than before. Time is your friend. People don't want to hear that time is what it takes to heal all wounds, but it's so true. Give yourself time, um, but at least you're paying attention now. But don't just be careful about trusting anyone who says they can have something deleted off your credit report and just promise that up front because it may not be the case. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, thank you guys for another week. Thank you, Tiff. Yes. It has been awesome as per usual. Where has the year gone? It's almost December. I can't. I know. I feel like it's both slow and fast, you know? Very Ooh, fast. I didn't share this. So for everybody knows we do, oh, I'm going to miss you on this Live Richard Challenge, Amanda. Um, but hey, you can always pop in if you'd like. So everyone knows that we do. I do the Live Richard Challenge every year. And we have a, um, a new um, subject every year. Last year was net worth. The year before was credit, which I did with Mandy and credit and um and magnify money, which was super fun. So our upcoming year is the home buying edition. I'm super excited because so many people, you know, want to purchase homes. So I said, well, what if I created a challenge that kind of walked you through um, less so about credit because we've done credit. And not even so much about savings, but just the home buying process. Like, what can you expect? What kind of documents do you need to get together? Who do you need to have on your team? And so the Live Rich Your Home Buying Edition is, is going to teach you all that. And as usual, it is F-R-E-E. All the challenges are always free. Um, it's my way of giving back every year. Um, and so if you'd like to sign up, you can go to LRC for Live Rich Your Challenge, homebuying.com. That's LRC, homebuying.com, and, and sign up and and get walked through step-by-step. It's a three-week online free course where every day you get an email in your inbox um, that leads you to that day's tip and task. Um, and they um, collectively will have you ready to purchase a home or at least the knowledge to purchase a home um, in 22 days. So I'm excited. Oh, that's perfect. Wait, why can't I be a part of it? I'm, no, I'm, you can. I'm, I'm just saying like, you know, well, you well, I'm just saying I would love to have you because I remember we had so much fun when we um remember we used to do the weekly um <laughs> the weekly video lives all <laughs> yeah, about it. 
<laughs> so no, yeah, if you'd love to come on, honestly, I just, I love the different perspectives. So I think that um, I, I if you want to come and like do a live lesson, uh, we can meet up someplace. And like for one of the tasks, I would love that. Honestly, I'm trying to get as many of my friends who've purchased homes or who are in the process to do so because everyone's process is kind of different. And so it's nice for people to see themselves and like, oh, that was me. Like you had a really smooth process. Drina, congratulations, just closed on her home. And it was not smooth at all. Um, oh, my process, <laughs> it was rocky, but she closed. And so she was like, because she's an, because she's an entrepreneur, the process was totally different. Yes. And it was like, Whoa, child. She was like, but this is crazy. We need this. We need your blood type. We need um the last hair that fell from your comb. We need... <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, I almost... She wanted to walk away so many times. And me, you know, since I bought my home in cash, that was a totally different process. So, yeah, if you want to um, you want to come and do a live video lesson with me, I'd love that. You can say no. I did kind of put you on blast and had pu- asked you publicly with witnesses. <laughs> but thank you. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I love that. I think like, um, yes. No, do we do we have a home? And maybe I'll put the uh, a brown ambition. Like, um, I know we had one where we talked about our homes like a lot. So maybe I'll put that in. As, like, like every um, episode. <laughs> no, but there was one in particular where we like talked about it like the whole time. <laughs> so maybe I'll put that in as like required listening. So yeah, so you guys, you know, if you want to sign up for the home buying edition, we'd love to have you. LRChomebuying.com. And I will see you at the housewarming. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.